Oh, 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 cheeky monkeys. Get on with it. Toppy, toppy. Hashtag Buckheaders. That's magnificent. Hello, John. Hello and welcome to ABW Live. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Um, it's not a bad way to start the year, is it? It really isn't. Oh, my God. Right, will you not stop this? Stop bloody donating. It's bloody nuts. Uh, first of all, the magnificent Michael Harneman smashes in with the donation and he says, what a win, what a performance. Brilliant. All the way through the team. That was much more like it. Happy New Year, lads. Get in. Then Sean Lee Goodwin smashes in the donation and says, thank you. Uh, thank you, guys. Much appreciated. You are way, way, way too kind and don't quite kind of know what to say. But thank you ever so much. I can't, why, can't, why can't I highlight Sean Lee's donation yet? What's, what's going on with that? Don't ask me, mate. I've done something to my YouTube and it's gone all wonky. Oh, hello. I'm here as well. Oh, I haven't introduced anybody yet, so be it. Ah, right. Um, Rich is supposed to be with us, Cactus, but I don't know where the hell he is. But with me tonight is John Marsh. Say hello, John. Hello, John. I'm very happy, man, Jace. What a start to the year. I've got to be honest, pal. Uh, you're not alone. You're not alone. That was that was excellent, that was. Sean Lee, I do apologise. Um, uh, it's not coming up. I do apologise, guys. Um, uh, great to people join and... All a little bit of a kerfuffle today. Um, first in the box tonight, we had oh, is it Daniel Cronin. Is it? Sorry, this is this is hardly um, uh, this is hardly top quality. Um, we had Cyan Vesh, we had Formly Noza, Thomas from Norway, Ron Ree, uh, and two three five one hundred, the Crystal Nine, Jimbo's in there, Carlito Alguna, K Man 1867, Guna 04. Archie, uh, hello, one and all. Um, Brendan Barser is there. I do apologise, guys. We're not quite with it today. We're, we're here now. Um, John, what a way to start the new year, pal. Um, kicked off the game. The lineups came out. Oh, sorry, Richard Morris also donated by PayPal later on, and he says, Happy New Year, everyone. Sorry, Rich, I nearly forgot you. Also, a bit of a shout-out to Mickey Wilson. Mickey, you know why you're getting a shout-out. Keep your chin up, fella. Love you. Um, with the with the lineups, John, we had Pepe back in, Socrates in, um, Jaka back in, and Kolasinac in. Um, what do you think of that? Uh, I liked it. We're at home, really attacking. Nice to see Pepe getting a start. Uh, was glad to see Kolasinac back because, like, Saka's done brilliant. I think and left back really, really well, but. He's played, what, three, four games on the bounce now. The kid looked knackered, really needed the game off, so it's great to have Kolasinic back. Um, and, yeah, the fact that Xhaka came in as well, I thought was huge. Um, it's not necessarily knocking Grandizzi or anything else, but the way everything oh, we've been talking be, about... Be nice, don't be nice, don't be nice. Just call it the way it is, OK? Because the way everyone know. had been talking about Xhaka in the papers and it looked like he was going and that was it. He was probably never going to play for Arsenal again. And the fact he's come back into the team, I'm hoping that now Arteta is going to say to him, "No, look, you're getting the fans back on your side. You're gonna, you're gonna stay here now. We've got a project to work towards. 
And yeah, just just really, really happy with the lineup and the fact that we were like, no, we're going to go for United. We're going to play our way. We're not going to be passive. We're not going to try and bow to the opposition. We're going to really go for it. Yeah, and, and it was great to see um, uh, the fact that you know it was an aggressive lineup. It was ambitious. Okay, um, it was it was just nice to see the fact that. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, but and even under Freddie, okay, some of the team selections were absolutely dire, and they, there was no ambition there. And today, you know, we've seen, you know, you see Pepe getting a start. You know, I was only a bit concerned about the bench, but other than that, I thought great to see. Rich, welcome to the show. You're late. Where have you been? Sorry, buddy. I've, I've dealing with the wife. Uh, she's not well. I'll go into that later. Oh, I, I tell her, <laughs> Sorry. Says, these women talk about giving birth and stuff like that, and saying they can walk through anything. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm going to shut my mouth right now. I'm a gay boy. They haven't watched Arsenal for the last year. they got no idea what real pain is. <laughs> that is very true. Sorry I'm late, boy. Sorry I'm late. No problem. Um, right. Okay, Rich. My handwriting's atrocious today. Um... We get an early say, um, uh, shot saved by Leno. You see Kalasinas pick up a straight yellow card for a foul on James' edge of the box. Um, did you at that point think that the referee was not going to take any nonsense off anyone today? Uh, yeah, I, I thought the... I don't know. At times, I thought the ref had a really poor game. Um like I'm just, uh, I'm just blame for things that weren't a foul, but th- uh, blame for things that weren't really a foul. And I thought the 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 yellow card might be a bit harsh, but it was it was a really dumb foul to give away. Uh, it, there was no subtlety or nuance to what Kalashnikov did. He just steamed into the back of of, of James, and he kept doing it all game. And it was, uh, I know, like I say, it ha- more happened later in the game, and and it was really positive overall performance from Kalashnikov. I thought he had a really really good game. He was driving me nuts. I was like, "Put your hands down. Put your hands to yourself. Stop! Like, don't you're on a yellow card. Don't give this guy any opportunities to send you off, kind of thing." But um, yeah, it was uh, it was a yellow card for me. I thought it was a very very silly challenge to give away. It, it was, to be fair. But I mean, you know, the, what would go on from there was ridiculous. Um, Unique seventy nine smashes in the donation, and he asks, "Why do we waste so many counter attacks?" We'll ask that in the question section, my friend. Um, that will be us. Mike Hernandez has smashed in with a donation as well. And he says, hello, gentlemen. Thanks for the show as always. Question, top four still on? In my opinion, yes. Another one, which, John, if you can add that to the questions part, we'll, we'll, ask that. we'll answer that in the questions as well. Corey Austin's in the box as well. Hello, Corey. You okay, you okay pal? Um, John, we then see Matic pull back. I can't remember where it was. Exactly the same. Oh no, it was on them. He went through Lacazette, sorry. No yellow. He, he's just dished out the yellow for Kalasinac. And then no yellow for Matic. I mean, this is going to be a sign of things to come with pullbacks, etc. How, how, how can you how can anybody justify that? I really didn't understand it. The only it's like because it's on the halfway line, maybe. But it was just bizarre because you look at the foul that Kalasnic made, which was a stupid foul, and then you look at the one that Matic did, which is exactly the same thing, and and no yellow. Um, and, yeah, 
the referee, I, how no United player got booked is just beyond me. I, it made no sense whatsoever. We're going to ask that. There's a, somebody just put that in the box. Um, boom, boom, boom. Can you put that in the questions as well, please, Paul? I don't know who's asked it. I do apologise. Um, Daryl Kane smashes in with a donation and he says, 2020 boys, 2020, happy new year all, happy man. Um, Daryl, you're top man. You're the only Kane that I bloody like. Um, yeah, then we go on. Sorry, I do apologise, guys. It's a bit discombobulated tonight. Um, Rich, the Pepe goal. Great work from Aubameyang. Um, get a deflection and Pepe makes no mistake with it. Ozil and Aubameyang in the build-up were brilliant, weren't they? Uh, yeah, they really were. As as was um, a Kalasinac. So I know I'd like I, I slagged him off for the the whole hands and giving away needless fouls. Kalasinac was like really aggressive, and 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 you know galloped forward uh, quite often. Like it was it was him. You know you see him pointing. That's where I want it to to Aubameyang. And then you know it was it was him his his pullback. It got a little bit of a a, a, a lucky deflection kind of thing. Um, uh, to fall for Pepe, but it was it was just it was very very positive, and that's you know that's one of the things that I think maybe uh, like when Saka comes in and plays instead of Kalasinac, he doesn't have that confidence uh, to and that directness that that Kalasinac does. But you know you know he's young, and he's not really a left back kind of thing. I think but, you know he's really really good. You've got that physicality as well, though, haven't you? You know, yeah, yeah, physicality. Which you know, I mean, you look at Saka as a young boy. Still learning his um uh, his uh oh yeah absolutely I'm uh, you know I'm not I'm not having a pop at him he's he's no. got his old career ahead of him um but he, I'm just saying like you know when when Kalasnach is on the on the pitch and he's in that yes he has his faults and I'm I'm not a, the biggest fan of his yeah but you can see what he offers you you know pullback FC was in full effect <laughs> for for. For Pepe's goal, it was. Um, I can't remember what the the the, the, the build up between Özil and um, Aubameyang was. I know. I know. Lovely pass through, John. It was a hell of a finish by Pepe, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was because he had to adjust himself because he's lining up expecting the ball to come one way, and then obviously he gets that little deflection off. Um, I think it was Lindelof, and yeah, just getting his body shape right. And you can look. We've said all along since every time you see him on the pitch. You, it's so clear he's got talent and he's got ability, but it's that confidence and having self-belief and, and getting into the right areas. And since Arteta's been in charge from game one, I know this is our first win, but you can see the players are getting much better positions. The wide men, when it's on one side of the box, they're coming in and they're attacking at the back post, and that's exactly what he did. And Ozil's just little... The run he makes into the box, actually getting into the box, which he hasn't always done enough... Gets in there, it's just enough to take Luke Shaw away from Pepe and give him that bit of space. And it's a really, really good finish. The hair's got no chance. Now, yeah, I, it's, I, do you know what? You know, we called from on, on the weekend, showed me in, 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 the, in, the, in the team to start. And he, he started off at the races. He started off attacking the box, attacking the ball. I just wish he'd have committed to a few more runs down the side. Um, yeah. I, Really take it, take on his full back, but that'll come. Um, Rich, you then see an Obama Young effort go over. We look full of beans at this time. You had um, uh, Pepe and um, terrorized Shaw down the side, him and Ozil with some great work. Unfortunately, um, Obama Young couldn't finish it. Really, really disappointing that. 
Yeah, it was unlucky. Like I said, uh, Pepe, he was he was on it. That goal, I'm, I'm hoping it will, you know, kickstart him and, and stuff like that. He turned short inside and out. Um, there, there was just a few times. And I don't know if it's like a confidence thing or if he's just that not that type of player. I, I didn't see him all that much in France. But, you know, I, I wanted him to drive a little bit more, get that ball and just fucking knock it past your five yards and just go on a run kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, like I said, we, we started to... Growing confidence from after that goal, and it was, yeah, the Abamian chance was really, really unlucky. But it was, it was fueling me with optimism. I was like, oh, this is, this is what it's supposed to be like. This is, you know, this is what we should be doing. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Um, you know, we've seen some utter dross over the last eighteen months, and I'm sorry, mm. as much as people want to, um, Lord Freddie, um, uh, Freddie Lundberg, his team's a dross and had no ambition as well. Okay, they, they just didn't. And you just look at the team selections. And it's there for everyone to see. And, you know, Mickey has just come in and he's absolutely changed the mindset, which is fantastic to see. Um, John, you then see Lingard get away with a foul on Torreira. No yellow. Again, it was a nasty one as well. Um, then you see some great mm. defending from Socrates on Martial. Um Thankfully, he was over the, the, the concussion and he started the game confidently, Socrates, didn't he? Yeah, and I think in all the games Arteta's been in, I think the defence from the start of the game has always looked more confident than you have done seeing them in the past year. But obviously, as the game's faded on, they've looked a bit shaky. But it's because of the way he's got the team playing. They're confident. He's told them, this is the way I want you to play. He's got a midfield in front of them now that are protecting them properly. Every time you saw Aubameyang or Torreira or whoever make a challenge or come back and do that, Socrates and Louise were straight away applauding them, saying, yes, thank you, because you're helping us out, because you're making it easier for them. And when you see that, as if, if, if you're playing a centre-back and the, the amount of times you'd see him come across and take out you know, a Martial run or Rashford or David Louise doing the same, it was that's all they want to do. They want to be able to pick up and, and clear those balls and make those last six challenges because they should be the last ones defending. Whereas in the last year, it's basically gone past the forwards, past the midfield, and they've been the first ones to defend. And it's just straight at Leno. And it's making the game so much easier for them. But they were both of them tonight. I thought David Luiz and Socrates were absolutely brilliant. I've got to be honest, I was a bit harsh on Torreira on the weekend. Um, although he, he is a bit lightweight, and I'm, you know, mm. I do expect better from him. Don't get me wrong; he's not getting away with it, right? Oh, but I was a bit harsh on on, on Torreira, to be fair. But you just look at that pairing of um, Torreira and Xhaka, uh, and it's streets ahead of anything else we've got in in the locker, yeah. and and it showed. And, and and full credit to Luis and Socrates tonight. Thought they were magnificent. Um, we'll, we'll come to Socrates obviously a bit later, but I thought that challenge. I thought they played smart football. Yeah, really clever. They, they, yeah. they played out when they could, but they also just launched it when they had to. And and that pair of screaming in front of them really gave them the the confidence to do that. We've had another donation from Julian Nagelsmann. Um, you know the RB Leipzig coach is now a big favourite. Uh, we're at the Arsenal nowadays, and we'd be like, you thank you, that Julian. Um, Idolo Welsh with another masterclass. Now, you know, which Welsh man, which Welshman, which Welsh, 
No, it's, it's you, isn't it, John? It's you, unfortunately. It's always me, Jace. It's always you. It's always you. I can't believe it. I'll get any love. Um, Kayan Jackson's in the in the box from Jamaica. Hiya, Kayan. Absolutely good to see you there, pal. Um, <laughs> I love this. So just on Chemical X, it's just smashing in with, hi, guys. What are you has been so far? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I love this chart box. Um, Rich, my next note is 17 minutes in, and we are playing football, and it's beautiful. We were confident on the ball. We it, passing was slick. We were ambitious. We were aggressive. Everything was. Lo- we were looking to play everything forward. Oh my god, I, I really enjoyed it. What were your thoughts? It's it's the most enjoyable half of football I've had in a good couple of years. I think it was it was it was fantastic. It was it was it was such a so refreshing to see. You know, one of the big things that that Ateta is 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 having to come in and do, which I which is what I wanted Emery to do. Because we needed to change the culture um, at the club. Be aggressive. Be be proactive, and and that's what he's doing. Um, it, you know, it's not going to happen overnight, kind of thing, and it's still working out the kinks because we're, you know, after fifty minutes, we seem to be blowing out of our ass. Excuse my language, um, but it's it, it's so positive to see, and it's it was enjoyable. It was it was it was so nice to enjoy the football for the first time in in you know, eighteen months. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was, yeah, yeah it was, like I say, it was lovely. One touch football movement, you know, it would do, um, uh, um, I, I noticed quite a lot that whenever Socrates or, um, uh, someone had the ball, Socrates and Louise were sprinting to get into space, sprinting to make themselves available. Um, Torreira as well, moving, not just ambling to get into space or doing that thing where you kind of put your hand up in the air, uh, but you're not really you don't want the ball. You're, you're in marked space. Now they were getting into space and they were getting it and they're moving it. It was really, really positive and something that I've, I've, I'm so glad that hopefully we, we continue to move forward towards. Yeah, no, no, it, it was enjoyable to see. John, um, you see some really good defence by us. Um, you know, um, when we break, we're breaking really, really quickly. We're moving that ball with so much more vigor than we we ever did. And uh, you know, well, we, we we haven't moved the ball like that for quite some time, okay. And um, as I said before, the one thing that was annoying me was that Pepe just wasn't going for it. He wasn't committing his man. Now, what do you put that down to? Um. It's the only frustration I've got with him right now. And it's a really minor thing because he's new at the club. It is a new league. And let's be honest, he's coming to a team that's fucking in the gutter, basically. Um, And he's not going to save a single-handedly. I hope it's something that in time he becomes more confident and maybe it is just a confidence thing. And eventually Arteta gets him to the point where he says, right, now in games, not every time, but every now and again, instead of like, doing a nice little step over and then laying it inside to Mesut and trying to one-two, just knock it past your fullback. Just run at him. Just just give him a test. Scare him a little bit. See what he can do. Because you saw a couple of times, even when he was shoulder to shoulder with Luke Shaw, he couldn't get anywhere near him. He was turning Maguire inside out as well. So he's got the ability to do it. Um, he's got the physicality on the piece. Yeah. Well. I mean, That's, the thing is, the, 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 team, the team he's come from, 
was such a counter-attacking team where he would just get given the ball with space to run into. And obviously the way we're going to play under Arteta is a lot more possession-based and the team's going to be fronting up against us. And he might have one, maybe two men against him. So it's a, slight, it's a different role he's going to be playing if if in the same position. So I think you've got to give him time with that, but he's definitely got the potential to do it. There's no doubt. So I'm really hoping we do see it in the future. But as long as he, I mean, he's still, I thought he played brilliant tonight. It was the only thing missing from his game that he didn't just like, like Rich said, just, you know, just knock it past Luke Shaw once or twice and just run at him. Just see what he did. Absolutely. Uh, Rich, you then see ter- um, good ball from Pepe. A wonderful turn from Lacazette. Probably could have gone down under the challenge from um, from mm. Maguire. The shot was atrocious. It was uh, it was uh, uh, it was an awful shot. After all the hard work he did, then you see Terreira firing wide from a good position, time on the ball. Two golden opportunities wasted, weren't they? Yeah, the the, the Lacazette one. He he did everything so well apart from the finish it was it was the finish of a guy who is like really out of form and like lack of confidence kind of thing you know he snatched it he didn't he didn't he tried to he tried to get the shot off too quick you know he didn't steady himself and end up i think he toe punted it off he almost went did he go for it might have even gone off for a throw in i can't, can't really remember but yeah uh, and then when Torreira missed that chance straight after there was the, the pessimist in me, I was like, oh no, please don't let it be one of them games where it's, you know, we we missing these golden chances and then it's coming back to bite us. And thankfully it wasn't. But yeah, it was, it was but again, I'm, you know, to caveat that pessimism, I was, I'm, I was pleased that we were making those chances yeah. because, yeah. because three, four weeks ago, we weren't. We, you know, we weren't making those chances, and it was it was way worse than than that. So, you know, at least it's a couple of steps forward, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it it, it does. It does actually. Um, Donald Kane's just smashed in another donation, and he says, "Emery, comma, Freddie Tickle, Mikel reawakening." I don't know what the hell is going on there, to be honest, Darren. I'm really not sure what to make of that, but um, uh, there is definitely a reawakening here. And, uh, and 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 uh, and there are chat, and it's fantastic to see. Um, John, Jay, sorry, just quickly, we have another one coming from PayPal from uh, my and again, my uncle again. Happy New Year, have a good one, guys. If I thank you, my uncle, as well for that donation. Look, people, you do not have to donate to us all the time. Bloody hell, stop it with the generosity. You know, it's twenty twenty. Save <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be such an arsehole tonight. <laughs> no, thank you guys. You're, you're superb. Um, it's very, very kind of you. Thanks, my uncle. You're, you're a rock star, pal. Um, John, you see, you know, we, 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 we screw up a couple more opportunities. We're playing some really good football. Then you see D- David De Gea screw up a clearance, and Pepe takes the ball a couple of touches round and he hits a lovely curling shot. Just can't, can't get in, hits the post. Oh, what were you thinking at this point? Because at this point, I was thinking, "Oh my God, you know, are we going? Are we going to regret this?" 
Yeah, a bit like Rich, because you have the Lacazette one where he shows amazing strength and spins and then fluffs the chance. Then you see Terea playing like like in Pele or something, running rings around the edge of the box and screws his shot just wired. Yeah. And then Pepe does that and you hit the post and you think, oh, it's going to be one of those games in it. And I just I had that horrible feeling of we're just going to keep getting these chances, we're going to hit the post or it's going to like get some last second deflection, not go in and United will probably get a last minute equaliser or something like that. So... I mean, I was really, like Rich, I was really, really happy we were making the chances. And when you see Pepe do something like that, there's a brilliant, um, on the footage I was watching, there was a lovely slow-mo of his technique and his mm. body shape as he hits that ball. It's so good. It is so good. And it, you remember for years, people used to say about Iron Robin. Yeah. Just show him on his right foot. He can't kick it with his right foot. Didn't matter how many times you told him. Everyone knew. And he'd still manage to cut inside he, on his left. And everyone knows with Pepe, don't let him on his left-hand side. But it's when the foot... Yeah, but this is the thing. When 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 that player's footwork is so good, mm. okay, it doesn't matter how much you try to show him outside, yeah. he's always going to cut inside because he can beat you with his feet. And, and yeah. that's that, that's the thing. I'm, uh, and I think as as he grows in confidence in, and you know gets more and more game time and stuff, that sort of thing where you see him cut in and take those shots, they're just going to start going in. I've I've got no doubt about it. It will start banging in the goals definitely. Yeah, well, the one thing that that all that all came though from from us defending from the front, from from you know being being aggressive yeah, and was, closing down De Gea. I think Özil like won that. Uh, oh, that one came from that, but we had another chance like that. Yeah, but it was Özil defending in the right back position. To, to be fair, yeah. boys, we're going to bring this up a bit later, okay? Because I really want to talk about the attitude of the top four, okay? Because I think they've been absolutely magnificent, right? Okay. Um, Daryl Keynes in the box here, he says, apologies, Jace. He says, Carlton Limit doesn't allow me to get my point across. So much to be said with the little space. Thanks for everything you do, lads. I look forward to a good conversation after games. You are way, way too kind. Then our very own Shredder's in the box who said something really naughty about John Welsh earlier on. I really like that. <laughs> he says, little do you know that these donations go to Jace's Happy Meds. That's right. He's been on the happy meds all this time. Imagine, the, I'm not going to say that phrase there, without those little happy pillars. <laughs> got a point, Shreds, you really have got a point. And then we've got the magnificent, oh, Michael Harneman smashed in the donation as well. Torreira and Xhaka bossed the midfield, amazing. Hard to argue with that, pal. Uh, Jesus, wept. I do apologise, guys. I'm going to keep all this. He's got so many donations, we're never going to get the show finished. Um, I know. And, and before we started, John's there saying, oh, yeah, I wouldn't have done today, guys, please. You know, go work in the morning. So have I. You know, and, and it's just, uh, you bunch of gits. I love this chat box. Um, Ed Loud says, Danny the GFP, he has a magic cat. He's in the, he is the button monkey from Burkham Wonderland. Trolls were in the chat box. He banned them. Just like that, and we win the Premier League. His hair will... Damn, grow back. I should be doing that in some sort of tune. I do apologise, Ed, but I just, I, I ain't, I ain't, I'm just not good enough, to be honest with you. Um, I'm just not good enough. Um, John, this one from Formula Nozer, I'm going to talk about that afterwards, please. And there's one from Keith, um, uh, Keith Colson there. Ah, oh, jeez. Um, who's next? Oh, it's Rich. Rich, rich, rich. Oh, Jesus, I've got notes everywhere here. Um, you see a great break, okay? 
Um, on the counter again, Lacazette puts in a bang decent cross. Pepe's edge of the box doesn't attack it. Yeah, it's, it's one of those ones where you you want you want them kind of switch around, don't you? You want you want Pepe whipping it in. You want Lacquer in the in in the middle. Um, it was a, it was a great cross for like say it was a a centre forward's dream of a cross. Um, yeah, like I say again, again it was just it was it was great work, and it was it wasn't that like a like a, a, a one two, and that Lacazette got put down, yeah. uh, down the way, and he, you know it was again really aggressive, really positive, you know it was I I think it would have it would have maybe taken a ridiculous effort and foresight for for Pepe to have got on the end end of it, but it was like I say it's, he's not that type of player, is he? You you like I say you kind of want him to switch around. Yeah, you but, want Lacazette in the middle. Yeah, but he's gonna have to learn to be because if you want to play in the sort of in in this um uh, Pep stroke Arteta style, okay, you've got to be attacking the box. You've got to be attacking the space because that's where all the crosses come in. You know, I, I, I've got to be honest. I was disappointed with Pepe there, and I thought he had a really really good first half. I thought he was excellent a lot of the time. Yes, there's some frustrations, but. You know, we, we've seen Lacazette, we've seen Aubameyang do exactly the same thing. And it's costing us goals. We've got to be, be attacking space and attacking the ball. Because otherwise, it's pointless putting in those crosses. You know, you do not all this yeah. for nothing. Mm, yeah, and I, I, I do see what you mean. I just, it's, it's you know, it, it's it's not in, that's not in his nature. As in like, you know, it's it's such a, a, being in that box and it's such a predatory thing. It's just an instinct thing. You kind of generally either got it or you don't. Um, so hopefully it's something that he can work on, but I, I know what you mean, but I think he was, from where it was, he was too far behind, the, the his starting position was too far behind. Um, for when the cross was uh, was going to come in, but like I say, I, I do see what you mean. You want it, you you want blood and guts. You want someone, f- you know, fighting for every every blade of grass that you know that that's on there. I, I do I do see what you mean. I do see what you mean. Uh, absolutely, I think Jonas Sengtenberg is donated as well. So Jonas, you're an absolute star. Oh God, Bennett. Yeah, uh, Jonas has said, uh, I think maybe you guys are getting a ton of donations today because everyone's so happy we're finally back on the Arsenal way, <laughs> me included. Much love and let's hope for a happy new year. Thank you, Jonas. Well, Jonas, you're a rock star, mate. And look, this whole bloody chat box is rock stars. You know, I've got to be honest. It's so nice to see it happy again and it's so nice to be positive. You know, after the, the dross we've been served up over 18 months and people believe in that that was okay. Uh, that's the bit I found unacceptable. And just watch what we're doing now. And I know it's only the start, and I know it's a long way to go, but we're playing with ambition, and we're being aggressive, and we're having a go, and we're being slick in what we're doing, and we're organised. And I think that's just... You know, I think that's to be admired. I think it's to be admired that people go out and, and they show ambition. And, and, and long may continue under Mikel Arteta. John, we win a corner. Um, a really good delivery by Pepe, okay? A really good head on from Lacazette. De Gea can't handle it. Doesn't deal with it. Socrates with the vault. My God, it was what a finish. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. 
Yeah, it was brilliant. And it was, um, you know, we absolutely deserved it. We dominated the game. United couldn't get the ball. We only let them have it when we wanted them to have it. But yeah, the delivery from Pepe, we've seen this a lot. His corners are really good. They are spot on. He knows exactly what he's picking out. That's obviously a set boost routine they've worked on. Um, I'm sure United fans are, are moaning about the hay and not like just catching the ball or trying to keep hold of it. Or a really good flick by a lacquer that was going to be a goal anyway. And Socrates just absolutely thunderbusters that into the back of the net, um, which is great because obviously we all immediately in our WhatsApp chat were going, oh, look, Jace is that clown. He scored a goal and won in Jason up straight away. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest. I, I I thought that was a hell of a finish. Uh, I thought it was brilliant. You know, I thought the way he took that, and and like everybody else, I think this is the thing. We if, if we're negative about an Arsenal player, we want to be proven wrong. We don't want them to fail because oh you know, because we think they're bad. I'd, I'd rather have people ram my words down, down my throat about Socrates. And, you know, with people actually protecting him now, he played well today. You've got to give him credit. You can talk about United's performance all you want, but Socrates and Luis played well today. And it's great to see him. It's a brilliant finish. Before I come to you, Rich, Gabriel Gamal Kaufman smashes in with a donation and he says, sorry I'm late. What a start of the decade. Happy to New Year to you, jolly wonderful men. Up the arse, Gabriel Gamal Kaufman. You were an absolute rock star, bro. I just think you're magnificent. Kev, Dublin Gunners in there. He says, greetings from Madrid. Kev, you're... Hola. Uh, you know, I'm not being funny, guys, okay? I just fucking love this place when it's like this. K-Man1867 smashes in with a donation as well. Jesus, where you guys, you're just winding me up now, are you? You're just winding me up. You're just doing this to tease me. Um, he hasn't said anything because K-Man's always in there just doing bits because that's what he does. But that's why we love you, K-Man. You're an absolute star. Thank you, guys. Um, well, yes, yeah, sorry, Rich. Next, you see Luis buying a clever free kick in his own half. He tried to play the ball out. We didn't mm. do it very well. We tried to force it. And Luis, who's in all his experience, buys the free kick. Um, uh, you know, and I, I really, 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 really like that. Yeah, he's. I, I thought in the... Uh, I think these last two games have been his best games in an Arsenal shirt. Um, yeah, he, he really seemed to be on it. And it's that, that bit of experience and that bit of, dare I say it, shithousery. Because um, he was going nowhere, like I said, it's and it's it's that thing where, where I think Mikel um, said it. I can't remember if it was in the uh, after the Chelsea game or maybe the, uh, uh, the game before. We was saying about you know we need to know when 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 it's on and when it's not, when to play it out, you know, when to to to, to go it long. And he could he could see that it wasn't it wasn't on, so you know, and he just drew the foul. It was very very smart, and like I say, it's. Um, a good bit of shithousery, which uh, we don't often do all that well. So I was, yeah, I was. It was uh, another little <laughs> to just to end the, the 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 first half off of. It was really really good. You get the Leno saving from Maguire um, at a free kick. Uh, and just one of the most enjoyable halves of football I've seen in a long long time this season. Up until Arteta's come in, 
I've only really enjoyed the cups, the cups, the cup performances with the youngsters. Mm. And now to see what we're doing now and, 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 and to kind of, you know, we've seen a lot of negativity around this squad. Players getting slagged off. You look at the difference in Xhaka now. Okay. Mm, it's, hardly, right. it's hardly surprising if you actually set this team up properly and if you actually screen your back four, we look defend, more defensively solid. And, you know, I, this is why, you know, I've been calling it the last few weeks for a bit more positivity because I think it's there. I think it's really there. So that was the first half, guys. And we see um, possession. We bossed it. 59%, seven shots as opposed to United's two, three shots on target, just two for them, corner each, fouls eight each. Um, a thoroughly enjoyable half of football, but unfortunately, dear chat box, there's 400 of you watching, but now I've only got 120 likes. Are you guys trying to be Jesse Lingard? Are you really trying to be like Jesse Lingard? Oh, look, I can dance. I can dance like a fucking moron because I'm a good big twat. Or are you going to try to be like Granite Xhaka, boss in the boss in the midfield? Or be like Maitland-Niles, oh, confident, 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 taking it up, driving it forward, defending like a boss. Like a boss. I give you like Socrates. Fucking volleys, ten a penny, easy, easy. Looking like a Greek barman who's had too much beer and is gonna have a fight with anyone at any time, because he was that good today. Now, who do you want to be like, Jesse the non-slingard, or are you gonna be like Socrates, boxing, defending, smashing in the goals, living his best life? Who do you want to be? Because if you want to be like Jesse Lingard. Carry on. Don't do anything. If you want to be like Socrates, 180 likes, please. Tappy, tappy, let's get going. That's for you, Dave. Faber, I love you. Um, on the second half, lads, okay? Um, Fred on Lacazette from behind. Oh, Mike Hernandez smashes in with a donation again. I can't fucking keep up with all this. Oh, thank you, mate. And he says, we're both busy donating. We can't hit the like button. <laughs> you fucking twat. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> actually, this one's for you, John. Oh, John Bernstein. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, guys. The show's over. We've got to take donations. And, you know, it's just the way it is. Um, you get Fred on behind on Lacazette, okay? Um, he does it a little later again. Still no yellow card. I mean, what's going on? I can only assume the referee watched the first half and went, fuck me, United have got no hope of doing anything but <laughs> try and be nice. It's, it's the only rational explanation I could come up with, honestly, because how none of them got booked. It, it's ridiculous. 
Fred in particular. He made so many, and you saw so many of the players going up to the referee. There was a great one where Jack, I think Jacko uh, had been fouled, and he just went up to referees like one, two, three, four times, nothing, and the ref just looked at him. He just went, "Oh fuck off!" And just walked off. He's like, "Oh, I had enough of you." It, it, honestly, it was pathetic. It, it really is. It, it I'm not asking for players to be sent off. It's, no. it's nothing like that. But you book them and you say, look, you can't keep repeatedly fouling people. You, the you, thing you, was, what I liked was that we learned from the Chelsea game because that's what Chelsea started to do in the game when we lost yeah. control of it. We learned. We didn't react and we didn't fall apart. We said, no, you know what? We're tired. We're going to have to sit back a little bit deeper now. We're in, You might have the ball a bit more now, but we still didn't really give them any proper chances in the game. Absolutely. I forgot to read a John Bernstein's um, message. He says, playing with identity and heart, combine the two and we can uh, do great things. We were gassed in the second half, but shape and desire saw us through. I think that is absolutely bound. Um, what I did like, Rich, was David Luis tonight, okay? Okay, when Kalasinat was going up the park, okay? Uh, oh, sorry, Daz316. Daz316, I hope your mum's well. I hope she's okay. I hope she's good, fella. Um, wish her the best for myself, Rich, John, and all the boys at ABW. That's Daz316's mum. If I knew her name, I'd give her a shout-out. Right, sorry. Back to um, Luis. Luis covered Kolasinac really well. He was coming across that left-hand side and clear, clearing everything up, wasn't he? Yeah, he t- you know... <sighs> considering it's, you know, one of the things that we've lacked, you know, is, is having real leaders in the side and that. It was it was a performance that I kind of didn't see coming kind of thing. It was, it was really positive to see. And I think he was aware that Kola was struggling, that Kolasinac, you know, as, as the second half was starting to wear on, you could see he was, he was struggling with his, with his ankle and he, he was, you know, up against, you know, pace merchant Daniel James and then, I think uh, Mason Greenwood came in afterwards. But, um, yeah, like I said, he took... Just remember what country Daniel James is from before you start degrade, den- denigrating him, okay? If you like to advise... No, 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 you know, playing against a genuine, genuine pace, and that guy is lightning. Oh. He's so difficult, and it's it's such a demoralising one when you're knackered. Um, it, it happens to me most Sundays because I'm almost forty and I'm fat and old. <laughs> playing against pace is a just a, is a nightmare. So it was it was good that kind of Louise recognised that. And was out there and 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 covering and and helping him out kind of thing. So it was it was I say it was it was it was a leader's, but it was a, you know almost like a, a captain's performance from David Luiz. One that I didn't think he had in him anymore kind of thing. So it was again really just an, another little positive notch to 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 add to the pile from today's game. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I thought I thought he was. I think he's excellent today. Um, does three one six his mum is Valerie, and you know, seriously, from all of us here, our thoughts go to you, Valerie. We're we're in your corner, and if we're in your corner, you're gonna be okay because we're all right. Seriously, keep your chin up, keep plowing forward, keep positive. We love you. 
back to the game, John. Um, you see a really you see some great work from Lacazette to set up Aubameyang on his way. Awful ball from Aubameyang to Pepe. Never committed to the break. Then we're under the cosh. Leno saving from James. Then Fred. You see really, really great hustle from Lacazette. And as I, th- I thought Aubameyang, Pepe and Lacazette fell off a cliff attacking-wise second half. I thought their performances with with the ball in front of them was was bang average second half. But the hustle they showed and their attitude in defending and leading that line from the front was absolutely magnificent, wasn't it? Oh, it was brilliant. Um, talk this a bit and then hand over to Richard. Yeah, good yeah. talk now. I mean, the, the front three, um, I, we talked about in the last game how well Aubameyang was covering uh, the fullback. But Pepe tonight, one of our worries about him being in the team was would he come back and defend enough? And I think he did that brilliantly. Lacazette all night. I know his shooting boots were definitely not on and he still needs that goal, really needs that to build his confidence. But his work rate and his effort and the way he closes down, he wins the ball back, he's constantly hassling players. And I'd add Ozil into that mix as well because I think in the first half, uh, Torreo was our number one player for ball um, interceptions and uh, taking it back off the opposition. And just after him was Ozil with only two less. And it just shows you how hard the, they're working. Um, Rich, just in terms of the way the team presses now, we saw under Emery, he tried to do it and it just wasn't together. They weren't doing it together. Now it's almost like when you watch City, and obviously that's going to be where a lot of the comparisons are because of Arteta coming from there, but they'll press for a certain amount of time and then they'll stop off. But they do it together properly as a team now, don't they? Yeah, there, there was cohesion and, and, and sense. It wasn't headless chicken pressing. Like you said, it was it was try and win that ball back. If you don't get it, get back into shape. Be rigid. Be strong. Um, that was my first note that I, I put down for the second half. You know, Laka was putting in such a big shift, um, and you know, even though he was getting absolutely kicked from pillar to post, he was he was still tracking back, trying to close down. And you know, it was uh, I think it was late in the second half. He he ran like I think it was like sixty yards to try and close down. Uh, the ball on the left-hand side. It was. It was again. It's just. It's. It's what we've been crying out for, for for so long. Like I said, you can not that you, you you can understand or you like losing or anything like that. But if you go down swinging and you go down fighting, you can you can stomach it uh, somewhat. When you when you don't try and there's no effort and there's no uh, energy in that and you go with a whimper, unacceptable. But you know what the work rate that they were they were putting in the shape and 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 this and, and again it wasn't just like you know the headless chicken running around trying to chase down the balls it was it was there was nous to what they were doing it was really really good really 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 good and like I said it's again hopefully and I, it, it, to me this is this is just a starting off point this because surely can only get better. Um, and and that's again. Like I said, and I keep mentioning these positives that that keep piling up for me. But this is this is just another one. This is is our our aggressiveness because we for too long we have been the worst team in the whole of the football league, not just the Premiership, but whole of the football league without the ball. 
so passive, passive, so rudderless. But it was it again. It was just you know in the short space of time. Uh, you know, and I do think it's slightly started with 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 a little bit with Freddie as well. Um, you know, there was a couple of uh, in the West Ham thing. I know you. Are you are, I think he's on. He's on mute. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Okay, I, I, you know the West Ham game. Yeah, we showed a bit of resilience. But Fred, when you look at Freddie's team selections, when you actually look at the tactics he set out, there was very little change from what was happening when Unai was here. You've seen a total oh, yeah. change in mindset now. I, I, I'm sorry, okay. I think Freddie gets way too much credit for his time as in, in charge because he's an Arsenal legend. When you actually look at our results, they were fucking awful, bar one. I I, I disagree with that, that, that sentiment uh, slightly. I don't think you can, you can disagree with sentiment. That's fine, it. but you can't disagree with the results. Oh no no no, absolutely no 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 no. And I, I agree with that. Obviously. But you know, we were we were in the lowest of the low when when Freddie took over. No management team with him. Paired, uh, fuck it. And the, I think the doctor was running drills as well. Oh, he was sold on the river. Um, to be fair to him, he was sold. Oh on yeah, the yeah. I that, that's why I, I, I that's why I, I'll disagree with you slightly. Uh, but there, there but was there was being sold on the river does not stop you from choosing an aggressive, ambitious team or choosing your best players. And I'm sorry, I just don't think Freddie Freddie did that. I think he just carried on the Unai Emery system. Okay? I I can agree with that. But I I did recognise and I did see a... a, Even if it was just a a 5 or 10%, I did see a, a, a level of energy go up um, it, it, it wasn't as flat and as poor as that's what I mean. That's why I said yeah, no, a little enough. bit, but it's now gone from okay. 10 to 70% um, no. up from in the little time that Arteta has, has, has been on the pitch, kind of thing. No, that's fair, that's fair comment, but John, you then see um, Pereira hitting the side netting. Um, you see Matic, some really good word, work from Matic. Um, Jesus, we we let ourselves down defensively for the first time. I felt there. Yeah, and, and we were we were we were going to come under the cosh. Hmm. You know, we were losing. It's around the sixty minute mark. We're losing the ball. We're not holding it up when we when we when we're in possession. Yeah, things started to come unravel at this point, didn't they? Yeah, and I think when you look at the team and. You look at the work rate they're putting in now. You saw it in the Chelsea game and you saw it again tonight. They are tired. Like, they are not as fit as they need to be to be able to play this way right now. And uh, David Luiz said as much in his interview after the game tonight. He was saying about how in the second half they just completely dropped off against Chelsea and it wasn't good enough. And he said tonight, look, for the last 30 minutes, we weren't really in the game like we were in the first half where we completely controlled it. He said the difference was tonight, we knew we couldn't run physically, so everything is about how you play with your heart at that point. And that's what they did. They just threw everything they could in front of it. And realistically, if you look at the clear-cut chances United had, like really good ones, they had the Maguire header and they had the Pereira chance to hit into the side netting. Other than that, that was it. As much as United had the ball, we really did still restrict their chances. Yes, we couldn't get out and United had a lot of the ball and they... But we didn't let them do anything with it. They were just going sideways so much. 
And it was only those two occasions where they really had a decent chance. That was it. So I think you, you kind of have to accept in games that sometimes there's going to be a period of the game where you're not in control of it. Regardless of who you're playing against in the Premier League, they're going to get a chance. You're not in, you're in the Premier League for a reason. I know United have been up and down all season, but you can't deny that Rashford, Martial, you know, Dan James, these are all very good footballers. And at some point in the game, they're going to get half a chance. Well, this is the thing. They started to dominate the second half, OK? You saw Pepe come off and Nelson come on. Mm. Rich, what were your thoughts on Nelson's on, on Pepe's performance? Because I thought first half, you know, I wanted him to commit to more. I wanted him to really mm. commit when he, when he was in possession of the ball. And then second half, he dropped off the face of the planet. Yeah, I, I think I think we would... He was... We'd kind of run his race kind of thing. Uh, I think we were all very, very knackered. I think he, he came off, it was like 61 minutes, wasn't it, when he came off? He he had stopped, he had stopped, um, he was jogging at that point. And I was, uh, yeah, I was like, hook him. He needs he needs to, to get off. It's, I, I, if I was going to rate his performance overall, I would say decent. There was a lot of good stuff in what he did, a lot of positive stuff. There is still plenty to work with, and but I, I genuinely, I have faith in that Arteta might be able to turn, uh, uh, improve on the things that he needs to improve on. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it, it was it was around about that time that we we started, like you said, the the front three, uh, their work rate had dropped significantly because they were just gassed. They were just they were they they were knackered kind of thing. Um, so it was a good idea to change him at that time because I, I do think like his his um, his race had run and he that side was then starting to become uh, a liability uh, and I thought it was a good idea to put um, Reese Nelson on there, uh, give us a little bit of energy and also as he's you know he's played wing back a couple of times as well to hopefully give us a little bit of uh, protection um, for the. Uh, um, Maitland-Niles as well, who, even though Maitland-Niles, I thought he had a very, very good game today. I thought Maitland-Niles was man of the match. I've got to be honest, I thought the guy was man of the match for, for me. Okay, the, you know, the, you, you you look across the performances that we put out there today and you will see, I think, you know, the, the people have mentioned two or three different players, Luis, um, Xhaka in the shout, um, uh, you know, you know there, there, there have been a load of them there. But for me, I thought, I thought Maitland-Niles was magnificent. His confidence levels have gone through the roof since Arteta mm. has come in, and it's it's wonderful to see. John, you see Saka replace Kalasinac. Um, your views and callers game because I I enjoyed his performance. I thought he was really good. Um, I did not expect him to be playing at that level instantly coming back after he's been out for a while because he seemed straight away at pace with the rest of the team, didn't he? I mean, the first time he got the ball, we went like 40 yards with it and absolutely blitzed for United. And look, I, he's he's such a fucking lump. He's so hard to stop when he gets going. But, the, I mean, that first goal is everything you see at Man City. It's very simple, basic football thing of get behind the defence, get them turned facing you so they're... they're completely wrong way, they're out of position, they don't know what's behind them, and cut the ball back. And he's clearly said to him, play it on the ground. We haven't got the players who are going to head the ball. Put it on the deck. Put it on the deck. Put it on the deck. Put it. Bang, Pepe gets a goal. 
And every time he was trying to get forwards and a lot of the game he was playing more or less, more or less as a winger. Um, and yeah, really, really good performance from him. I hope that he keeps those performance levels high because you want as many people competing for positions as possible because it makes everyone raise their level. You don't want to be, oh, well, there's no other left back. I've got an easy walk into the team. No, you've got to perform. You've got to earn your place. And I think that's what he's brought into the team. And I was really impressed with Collar today. I thought he was great. Absolutely, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, his physicality and his directness mm. was refreshing again because we, we haven't had that for a while. And to be fair to Saka, I think Saka's done really, really, really well. Oh, he's done pretty great. Yeah. But there, there's a massive difference in size and experience yeah. in all these things, and it, it's nice to have in there. Um, Torreira's getting a lot of shouts for man of the match. Can't mm. really argue with that, to be fair. Yeah. He was brilliant. I, I, I thought, I thought him. You know, there's a number of players I thought were magnificent today, and we'll get that in a bit. Um, Rich, you then see, you know, you see Leno doing a bit of work. Okay, he's saving. Um, yeah, he's made a few saves. Um, when when we do break, we're not finishing anything off. You see some brilliance from Ozil on the break. Okay, where he goes around Wan Bissaka, he made Wan Bissaka look like ah. Uh, um, well, as if he wasn't there, and there's it's a mix-up on this occasion. You can't have a go at either of them. Lacazette's not making the run. It's just crossed wires. Your Lacazette firing over after great work from Aubameyang and Xhaka. Oh God, we you know we we weren't making the most of our chances, were we? We just weren't. No, it was it was it was. Um... It was. We were just tired. It was. It's. It was the mistakes and the miscommunication, mix-up of of tired players. You know, get that, that lactic acid uh, uh, pumping around everybody, and it's just. Yeah, it was just. Uh, it was just. It was again. It was. It was. It was making us nervous because I said I then thought we were starting to look a little bit, getting a bit too deep, and I think it was. You know, just started around about like the sixty-five minute mark. Jacob was screaming at everybody to get up. You know, to 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 get closer up to the pitch because we started. It was the first time in the game where, you know, we were making those breakaways, and then it was just it. We were then getting a bit too stretched because then a, a, a Lacazette and a Bamyang weren't able to get back as quickly, and Urzel weren't. Whereas in the first half, they were sprinting back into that. They physically weren't capable of doing it again and again and again and again, and we were starting to get a little bit stretched and that's when United was start, starting to come into the game kind of thing. But it just, the, the, the mix-ups and the missed opportunities, it was just tiredness. And it was, it was just another one where I was, again, I, I can't help but keep thinking, I'm like, oh no, please don't make us rue this. Please don't make us rue this. Agreed, agreed. John, I think the big thing for us today though, you know, look, we're, 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 we're winding the game up here now because United dominated the second half to give you an idea. Um, on stats-wise, they ended up in more possession, 51% possession just. So it's a big swing in the second half as opposed to the first. Ten shots each, four shots on target each. They had four corners as opposed to our one, and they had 15 fouls as opposed to our 11, okay? But the big thing for me was as much pace as they as much as the pace they had on the pitch, as much of as they had their, their share of the ball... We were far better organised. That midfield duo of Torreira and Xhaka 
screened the back four really, really well. You saw great performances from Kolasinac and then Saka after he came on, getting back to defend. I thought defending from the front, it, it, Maitland-Niles was magnificent. Okay? I thought Ainsley Maitland-Niles, as I say, he's my man in the match, okay? And whether, if you guys disagree, that's fine. Absolutely fine. I, I got no problem with it, you know? But I thought the closing down of Aubameyang, Pepe, Nelson, and Mesut Ozil, and Lacazette, was, Mesut Ozil for me, was magnificent today. Yeah, just the whole team today were absolutely brilliant. But it's the most I've enjoyed watching football for probably years, like watching Arsenal. It was the first half was totally dominant. I didn't have a worry at all. United had no chance. And even in the second half, when I could see we were retiring and we were getting a little bit sloppy in our passing, I still wasn't nervous because the way we were organised and the chances we were giving up to United, they weren't great chances. You know, Leno was taking like slow shots from like, you know, on the edge of the box maybe or really sort of hopeful long distance ones that he was going to have no problem with. And just the team was so together, you could sit there. They looked like a team. It's the first time mm. in months they looked like a team together. They were cheering each other on. They were encouraging. When they were criticising someone, it wasn't like in previous games in the last few months where they were going, oh, well, I'm not talking to him to the rest of the game. It was, no, 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 I need you to do this because then it helps me do my job. And it was very, it's so much more together. And you could see when the players are coming off and they're subbed off, and the way Arteta talks to him on the sideline, or the coaches, everyone on the bench, it fe- the, it feels like Arsenal Football Club again. It really does. Um, well, I know it's only well, one. Did, did you see? I was going to say, did you see when 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 Saka when he first came onto the pitch, he played like a really sh- crappy ball to Louise, which put Louise in all sorts of trouble, and Louise just had to kick it off the pitch. Instead of giving him a bollocking and stuff like that, he was clapping him. Don't worry. Yeah, but it's just g yeah. him up rather than... And that's what I think you're, you're those, alluding to. Yeah, of. those attitudes a few months ago, it would have been a completely different reaction. Totally different. I, and also, the fans in the stadium tonight, magnificent. It, 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 so it's so mind. nice to hear. Yeah. It's so nice to hear that. I'm to Scouser, okay? And he messaged me, said, Emirates is rocking tonight. You guys playing really well. Yeah. Now, you, that hasn't happened in an awful long time. Um, a quick shout out to Fred's free kick as well. Hey, cheerio. That was horrendous. I really enjoyed that. Um, I think the big thing is you can see that there's no clarity of message going through to the players. Okay? You know, there's real direction coming from Mikel Arteta, whereas in the past, everything's been muddled. There's been too much nonsense coming from Emery and his team. And, And you're now seeing... You know, it's one man, one vision. It's it's right. Let's put into practice what we preach. Let's not victimize players. You know, you you look at the the way players have been through hard times. Mesut slagged off to high hell. Okay, you know, I was a little harsh on Gwendozi on, on last week on, on on the weekend. You know, don't think the kid's gonna make it. But you know, I was too harsh on him there. But you see under, oh, he's free since 2004, in jail, out soon. Comes in with, woo, we won. Best name I've ever seen. And yeah, um, but, you know, you see Ozil, a resurgence in his form. Xhaka looking like a player. You see the back four protected. Okay, Rich, 
there's been a total sea change in the message, execution and attitude of this team, hasn't there? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And it's, it's not I want to dwell on negatives, I kind of wish they made this change sooner, you know, in that international um, break. Wait, that they they but yeah, you can see this. Should have made it in the summer. Oh, yeah, or that too, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can completely see that. But you, like you said, you can see that there is a message there. There seems to be a philosophy. Uh, and, and you can see that because there is a distinct change. Uh, you know, it's it's this team that played tonight, and even for large, large, you know, for the first half in the Chelsea game, and the team three, four weeks ago, it's like night and day. So there's there's definitely uh, an, uh, um, a positive and a, 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 a different message that Arteta is instilling to him, and he seems to be getting the players on message and on uh, on board, and everybody seeming to be starting to sing from the same hymn sheet. And you know, like we only had the first half against Chelsea, we had what fifty minutes against United and like I said hopefully that gets better and that gets better and we go forward and we go forward it's positive times it, it is I'd, I'd really enjoyed it John um, Torreira Xhaka Mittlenals also all players who've suffered and suffered very badly under the Emery reign all flourishing tonight and you know so you see the support you see the leadership that's been allowed to to, to sort of um, come to fruition and uh, you know we're a very very different outfit we've got a very very different attitude but the fans as well buying into this yeah. um, we are going to need to strengthen the squad of course yeah okay but where do you see us needing to strengthen at this moment in time um I still do think we need something in midfield because I think it's too much to ask Xhaka and Torreira to do it all. Yeah. Right. That's that's definitely one. Um, right back may be an issue. It, it honestly depends what happens with Bellerin because I, I don't know what's going on with Hector in terms of his fitness and how long it's going to take him to come back and whether he's going to be back in there. I don't think the forward line is something we necessarily need to touch. Um a lot of people ask about Xhaka and whether he should leave and all that kind of thing. I said this last time. We'll, we'll come back in a second, mate. There's, there's questions on it. So let's answer that later. Just where would you, what positions would you bring in, okay? And, and right, right, right now for this points. squad, I think I would still want to bring in a centre mid and uh, a centre back. That's the two positions I would still want to, want to go for because I still think you need to build around the spine of, of the team and you go from there. Okay, okay. Um, Rich, uh, before we go into questions, it's so much fun watching football again, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. I almost forgot what this feels like. <laughs> it's been so long. But uh, yeah, it was, It was. you know, really, really enjoyable. It's. I say it's, it's the, the, I think... Uh, possibly the, 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 the most enjoyable game I think since I think someone put it yeah, yeah the Junior Gunner in the chat box whatever best atmosphere since 4-2 Spurs I think it's been my most enjoyable game possibly since since that uh, that game um, 
yeah, it's so weird. I don't know what to do with myself. It's it's just, you know, it's been so long since I've 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 felt positive about about the Arsenal. It's nice to see, isn't it? It's nice to see. Right, let's get into some mm. questions. Um, John, if you watch for just in case any more donations come in, because I'm in thing. Um, John, to you first. Unique seventy nine asks, why do we waste so many counter attacks? Um, it's frustrating. Lacazette definitely needs a goal. Like, it's so obvious the guy needs a goal. He was excellent tonight, everything he did other than his finishing. Um, so once he gets a goal, I think that will come back in there. Abamyang, he, he really only had one sort of proper chance, which he put over, which if he'd scored would have been a fucking amazing goal, the, the sort of scissor kick thing he went for. Um, but it will come. It, it's a long process. Look, if you look at how we played under Freddie, and then if you go back to Emery's last game, and then look at now, they're miles apart. And this is just the beginning. You know, this is just the beginning. So this is all going to improve, and we'll start to become more and more clinical. That, that will happen. Absolutely. Rich, Phil McKenney asks, how is it possible Man United had zero bookings? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know if the, the, the ref had some sort of bet on how many, like, no bookings or something like that. I don't know. I, it was bizarre. Because, I mean, they weren't, they were annoying little niggly fouls. So they were, they were, they were the fouls that you you probably wouldn't give a book into. But, Rich, but surely the accumulation. So, Rich, you had Fred come in from behind twice within five minutes of each thing. Okay, from behind, you had a nasty challenge on Ozil from Maguire, and it was nasty. You had mm. a couple of clear pullbacks, which, under the letter of the law, are yellow cards. Yeah, you know this yeah, is the no, thing. No, you know, they're, they're, they're clear very... yellow cards. It's that it's the it's the inconsistent, weird uh, Premier League uh, English football uh, refereeing that just you know uh, I I don't understand and don't get. Um, I don't know. Like I said the only thing I can think of is is that the, yeah. Like I said I know what you mean the Maguire one, but n- none of them were massively that you were screaming for yellows. There weren't any like that, but. There were so many of, like I said, the, the accumulation of things. Like I said, you saw Xhaka go, look, one, two, three. How many more are you going to let him get away with kind of thing? It's just shit officiating. Um, you know, Mike Riley and the PGML have got a lot to answer for, for my, in my view. But, um, yeah, just it's just terrible, terrible officiating. The guy was just – he had he, the, the ref was awful. I, I didn't think he had a good game at all. That's the only other, only other thing that I can really put it down to. Absolutely agree, pal. Absolutely agree. Um, I'll answer the next one. Mike Hernandez asks, hello, gentlemen. Thanks for the show as always. Top four, is it still on? In my opinion, yes, he says. It always has been. It always has been still on. When you look at you look at today's results, Chelsea drawing, Spurs losing, this this league, that you know, everything below Leicester City is poverty. So we're in with a chance. We have to now string four or five wins together, and we'll be back up there. No issues. Um, John, Julian Salmon asks, boys, would you be upset if he sold Aubameyang? On a personal note, I think he's going. I wouldn't be too upset if he if he could get a good fee for him. Uh, I'd be worried if we sold him, just because he's our outlet at the moment for goals. That that's, That is the one big worry. I, I never have a problem with selling a player if they want to leave... Uh, as long as you bring in an adequate replacement. 
That, that's all I ever ask. Um, I don't think our forward line is an issue at the moment. So one in, one out is perfectly fine. I don't know who that player would be, but you have to get someone who's good enough to, to come in and get the goals. That, that's the issue. So, yeah, if we can get good money for him I, and he really does want to go, then yeah, sure. But I think you'll see a lot of those players who had stories or maybe not talking about contract negotiations now with Arteta in charge, some of those might be changing their tune now. Okay, okay. Um, Rich, my uncle again asks, talking about Pepe, do you think it's a natural progression that Pepe is taking time to settle? Wenger wouldn't start new players till December. I'm encouraged by his performances thus far. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's a, a settling in uh, thing. I, I did, I did wonder uh, at the start, not the start, a couple of weeks ago, uh, when Arteta didn't start him, and I was like, there must be something more to this because he must be like dog shit in training. Because why is what's you know what's happening? But like I said, it, it's a different league. Um, you know, he's still fairly young. How old is he? Is he like 23, 24? 24, 25? I think he's 24, okay. something like that, yeah. I'll, I'll look it up. Fair, you know, it's fairly young. It's a different league. And as John said earlier, he's coming to a side that are so poor, you know, playing, you know, having to play behind people who are not right-backs. Um, you know, in Chambers and Maitland-Niles and stuff like that. Um, so it's, it, you know, it's always going to take time. I remember reading a story, I think it was in um, Robert Pires's autobiography when he came over from, was it Marseille he came over from? Yeah. And he said, yeah, Wenger, Wenger sat him on the bench just to, for the first, you know, couple of months, just to look at the speed of the game. And and Pires saying, oh my God, it's, how am I going to survive in this league? It's so fast. So it's always going to be a struggle for him, and uh, to come in and hit the—not a struggle, but it's always—it's—it's it's a lot to ask for him to come in and hit the ground running straight away. I guess, uh, but the, I, I do agree. There's, there's, there has been signs of progression. There's sign, little bit of signs. Like there was, um, was it against Victoria where he came and he he, he scored the two free kicks, uh, free kicks and he, and I thought, oh, there's there's something there. There's something, and then Emery just benched him like and, and he didn't get any games uh, game time it's you can see this this stuff there that you can see it's coming and stuff like that hopefully that's all this is all part of it this is him integrating into the club and integrating into the premiership and maybe uh, towards the end of the season and then next season bang that's where he goes that's where he explodes and he becomes the player that he was for Lille last season Oh, yeah, in the game, in, in, everybody fits in at their own pace, and that, that's that's the thing. Um, right, we can talk about Grand Jacques now. Um, Rudy Rastos puts in the box. Um, Jacques's game by numbers 100% um, accuracy, final third passes, um, pass accuracy 93%, eight ball recoveries, five out of five long balls, three fouls suffered, three tackles, one, two interceptions. Oof. He was good today, wasn't he, John? Now, we've been asked, should we let him go? To me, okay, if you're going to let him go, you've got, got to have, A, a really good fee for him, mm-hmm. okay? Because players are just going up in value. Yeah. You know, they're not going down in value. 
also you need to have a top, top, top quality replacement coming in because mm. you've let too way too much experience go in the summer. You know, you, you can't afford to lose all of the players we've lost and then let Xhaka go for nothing. This is going to be a real test of Arteta's managerial skills to persuade him to stay. I think the fans will play their part because when they see good performances, they'll reward them with, you know, think, do you think he can stay? Do you think he, this can change? What are your opinions? I think Arteta can convince him to stay. Um, I think just from the way they've been performing since Arteta's been there, it's so different. The atmosphere different. The fans are now behind him. Um, there's always going to be fans who don't like Granite Xhaka. That's fine. But it's up to them. You know, I want to sit here really smug and go, you know, look, fucking told you so. If you have the right manager, you can actually get a really good performance out of him. I've been telling people this for ages, but... Not being funny, mate, okay? How many times have you fucking hear it? I'm sorry, <laughs> chat box. We fucking told you, okay? Too many twats turned and told us we we're talking shit. And look what's happening. Fucking funny, isn't it? Um, apparently, Arteta has confirmed Jacker is staying post post his interview. Uh, Mike Hernandez put in the box. I really hope that's true. So I think the, the problem is, regardless of whether you sell him or not, the in the midfield area, in particular centre mid, we are so short of players. We really don't have players. If anything, that's an area where we can't afford to sell when we need to get another body in. So even if you sold Jackie, you probably need two, realistically. And one of those has got to be an experienced pro as well. So um, I just, yeah, I, I hope we keep him. I really like Jacka. I've been saying it ever since he joined the club. You just have to have the right people around him. Torreya is now being allowed to play his position, which is allowing Xhaka to do what he does best, which is set the tempo, pick the ball up, spray it around, cover area, not men. Torreya covers the men. But that's it's, it's very... It sounds simple and easy to do, but, you know... It's a, it's a, it's a holistic thing, isn't it? You, know, you, yeah. you, look, at, you look at the way um, sort of Rambo and uh, Xhaka work together, okay? You know, they know their roles. Now you've yeah. got slightly different skill sets between Torreira and Xhaka as to the the the, the, the older partnership, but and they're going to do it slightly differently. But they they seem to settle well. They got a lot of playing time last season, and you know you, you're going to need a top quality midfielder to come in yeah. and another very good one. Yeah. So it's it's it's. Strange. I still I still think we need another body in there. Oh. Maybe maybe Arteta gets a tune out of Ceballos. I don't know. Who knows? But Jay's loads. So many players in this squad have been written off, and and, that, and that's fair. That's fair comment actually, because you know we, we, we I spoke about it earlier on how many players did we de denigrate mm. and uh, and we just weren't performing. Because let's be honest, Emery got it wrong. Yeah, his whole tenure at the Arsenal was just you know tw the twenty-two game unbeaten run. We you know we were there. We saw it. It was bang average. And you're now looking at somebody in Mikel Arteta, and I want your thoughts on this, Rich. He's talking about performance. He's, you know, we're going to build a string, a string of wins, a run of wins together on good on the back of good performances. That's something we didn't have under um, uh, Unai Emery. And this is a refreshing change because, again, it's the basics of sport, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's, it really is. Like I say you highlighted that uh, 22 run um, uh, unbeaten run, which was there were so many of those games at the end. It was like, how did we not lose that game? Um, it's, it's, it's not an easy job. Um, like I said, Mikel's got to come in and he's got to completely change the culture of 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 the whole club. Not just that, you know, the first 11, everybody, you know, everybody's got a, you know, our, our mindset, the players' mindset and the players were being set up so poorly for so long and issues not been addressed for so long. Um, so he just say it's not an easy job, but so far it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, you know, it's, it's coming together. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's um, I say, again, it's just these little positives that Arteta seems to be making. And, you know, yes, it's not that, you know, that. And and I don't think it's it's that new manager bounce thing. I I don't think it's that. I think it's more than that. I think it's, like you said, it's processes that Arteta seems to be putting in place. Uh, It's it's that demanding of the performance. Because, like you said, those 22 games, a lot of those performances were to, to use what you said earlier, dog shit. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And it's, it's the performance needs it. Yes. You it's, it's great winning ugly sometimes. And, you know, they always say that's the mark of champions or, you know, winners if, when they win a game where you're not, you're not playing brilliantly, but performance, you know, needs to be at the optimum to get, anything out of this squad and that is hopefully touch wood that's what what Mikel is bringing forward fantastic um two last questions okay one long answer and that's from Gabriel Gamal Kaufman who do we have to sacrifice so Lacazette can score nobody I think it's just play him play him play him he'll grab a goal and it'll come it's as simple as that then Colonial did he Carlo. mean like a human sacrifice <laughs> Well, you were late today, so your name's number one. Say probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Ian, at the Ian 492 asks some expectations for the winter window. And do play and new players revitalise or put the caution squad that needs to rightfully work together to get uh, out of the current table spot? Um, for me, and I'm, I want your opinions on this, guys, okay? Midfield, right back. I think it's the wrong time of the season to get a centre back. Okay, if you dependent on what the issue is with Chambers, okay, we may need cover to come in. If you can get a three good loans in, okay, a decent midfielder to complement Jacques and to come in and show a bit of leadership, somebody with a bit of experience, Kim Karlström without the broken back, so to speak, okay. If you can bring in a decent cover, there's a, the right back at PSG. Okay. Apparently, Chris is talking about. Yep. And, and if there's a centre back out there who you can, you can get, fine. But any more than that, I, I genuinely believe the more time Mateta spends with these players, the more improved they will all become. And I think you need to give them a chance as well. Yeah. Because obviously, we can see the difference from Arteta ball to Emery ball. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I don't think bringing players in is going to disrupt it. I just think you need to add some depth in areas where we're lacking at the moment. And like Jay said, I think centre mid is one. Centre back 
it's difficult this time of year and also you don't know exactly what's happening with Chambers. Holding, is he going to be back soon? There's talk that Saliba, we're going to try and see if we can cut his loan short and bring him forward early. I don't know if that's going to happen. I've got no idea. If that does, that makes more sense because then you're not spending money. He's an, he's 18 year old. He's 18 years of age. I know, but it gives you more options at least, you know, for a... For a... Hasn't, he, hasn't, he, isn't he injured at the minute? Is he just coming back from like, a metatarsal injury? I've got no idea. He has been injured. I don't know what the injury yeah. is. Um, but I don't think bringing players in is going to disrupt too much because anyone who comes in at the moment is going to see what's happening at Arsenal and they're going to be like, I'm excited to play for Arteta. And they're going to buy into it. Rich, your view? Um, I, honestly, I don't think I can top what, what, what John just said. I completely and utterly agree with John, uh, what John said. It is, it's going to be very difficult to get a centre-back. I think centre-midfield, we need some more bodies. Um, let's say you, you're gonna you're gonna have to pay if you buy someone in January you're gonna have to pay like an uh, an even bigger premium kind of thing. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind uh, you know going for someone like Thomas is Thomas Partey, um, someone like that. Um, we, we need we need to, we need some athletes um, in the squad because um, that was one one of the things as we were starting to tire. I was looking at that bench and I was like, uh, who are we gonna Who's coming on to bring in some, um, you know, impetus kind of thing? Um, so that's what I think. I think we need to sign some a couple of athletes uh, into the squad just to complement people. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't disagree with that. I think it's a good point. I think the athleticism of this squad and the physicality of it, uh, you know, is is a bit of an issue. So you know, it's something we need to look at. Um, Jace, give your old mate Ivan Gazidis a call and see if we can get Frank Kesse from AC Milan. He's a double-hard bastard who can run all day. And knowing Ivan, he'll probably sell him to us for a tenner. And you, can, and you can also give him a few words, you know, that you might want to say to him. I'll give him a bell. I'll give him a bell. I'll give him a bat. I'll give him a bat. I'll give him a bell. Let's go. Let's go. Um, right, that's it for tonight. Um, Okay, so we got a hell of a list on the donations front. I can't believe this. I can't believe it. Honestly, I can't. Um, first of all, uh, how many likes we got? 172. That's not 180 people. You were given a target. You have missed that, failed to hit that target woefully. You are Jesse fucking Lingard. And you know what that means? You're just a bunch of morons. You didn't hit the target. I'm disgusted with you all. Okay? You know, you're not Socrates. You're not fucking banging in volleys and bouncing about and bossing the defence. No, you're not. It's embarrassing. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Your parents right now are thinking, ah, 2020, they've screwed it up already. You are shameless. Right. Um, to people who aren't shameless... Richard Morris, Michael Harneman, Sean Lee Goodwin, Some Guy, Unique 79, Daryl Kane, Aaron Hadari, a.k.a. Judah Nagelsman, Daryl Kane again, My Anthony Gendron, Michael Harneman, Ed Loud, Jonas Sechtenberg, Gabriel Gurmal Kaufman, K-Man1867, Daryl Kane again, Mike Hernandez, John Bernstein. Um... Thank you all ever so much for your donations. Absolutely magnificent. Another big shout out to Daz316's man, Valerie. Valerie, we think the world of you. Come on, girl. You can do it. We, you're, we're in your corner. 
we think you are brilliant. So come on. Come on, Valerie. You know, get that smile. Let's get going. Oh, Jackasaurus has just smashed in the donation as well. I think he donated earlier on. Jackasaurus, I apologize. You are a rock star. My apologies, fella. We've now hit 180 likes. Thank you ever so much. I apologize. No, I'm not apologizing to all Daniel Mage. Stuff it. You weren't there when I went to it, okay? You've all scrambled for it now, okay? No. Once the horse is bolted, okay? You can't ask for an apology. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Bloody hell. Devin's even piping in. No, look, we're on injury 81 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I, I think someone needs to make a gif out oh, of your Jesse Lingard dance. Arsenio Wonga begging for likes is cringe, to be honest. Fuck. Arsenio, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> you fucking twat. Don't fucking come in here. We had some prick do this the other day, okay? Begging for likes. It's a bit of fun we have in this in this chat box. If you don't like it, fuck off to another channel. I'm not put up that shit. Thank you very much for watching, but can you wind Jason up at the start of the show? Because we were just about to finish and he's just going to go on now. Fucking right there. Also, <laughs> K-Man just in again. <laughs> he wants you to say your name again. <laughs> K-Man 1876. I love you too, bro. Um, that's superb. That's it. Um, 2020 has started off like an absolute fucking cannonball. I absolutely love it. Um, so happy with that. I just, I just can't believe it. I just can't believe it. Okay, you know, it's just two 0 beating United, putting them back in the box where they belong. Do you notice? No fucking trolls from United yet tonight. No, 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 no. They're all back in their box. Um, that's it. My thanks to Rich. Rich, next time you're on, can you turn up on time, please? I do apologise. I'm sorry, mate. Apologise. Mia culpa, mea culpa. I promise I'll be better next time. No Jesse Lingard from me. I promise. Thank you, mate. John, you were on time. You're in my good books. I tried my hardest, and I can tell you now, Jace, I'm never going to be able to Jesse Lingard because I'm too old. I don't know how to dance anymore. Same here, mate. Same here. I'm a bit My knees don't work out well. It's all gone tits up. Chat box, you've been superb. Thank you ever so much. Have a cracking weekend. Um, we'll be back for the Leeds game. I haven't done the lineup yet, but we've got a surprise coming. Um, Happy New Year to you all. I hope it's a good one for all of you. I hope it brings great things for you and yours. Have a wonderful time. Take care. Thank you ever so much. Good night. Keep it Arsenal. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>